0: Support for this podcast is provided by Subchuck Law. Revolution Recap thanks Subchuck Law for their support of our show, local independent media, and their mission of bringing unbiased truth. Welcome, everyone, to another episode of Revolution Recap. We have a very special episode for you today. We are doing a fantasy draft of Revolution Goal Scores. It's basically fantasy soccer, uh, but just rev specifics. We're going to be picking who we think is going to score the most goals. And today, I've brought in two guys who are making their Revolution Recap debut, throwing them directly into the fire and testing their fantasy sports skills. Uh, First, from Revolution Nation, Andy Judd. Andy, how's it going?
1: Yeah, it's great. Thanks for having me on.
0: Really excited to have you on. Um, You know, you've been on our list for a while to get onto the podcast, and I'm really excited to get you into this kind of preseason draft. Uh, So I'm I'm excited to test your skills here. And also (laughs) joining us is one of the newer members of the Revolution Media. It's Caleb Pongratz. Caleb, how's it going?
2: I'm doing good. How are you? Thank you for having me on.
0: I'm doing great. Thank you for coming on. Uh, And this is kind of your welcome to the uh, revolution media. Caleb has started writing for uh, pro soccer and has some really good interviews uh, that he's already posted and coming out. So uh, make sure you're following Andy and Caleb on social media and you're following their work. Before we begin, let's can you guys give out your social media handles just in case our listeners uh, don't follow you right now. Uh, We'll start with Andy. Uh, Where can they find your work?
1: Uh, sure. Uh, so you guys can follow me on Twitter. Uh, my handle is at Andy RevsNation. Um, you can find my work over at Boston Sports Nation uh, under the Revolution tab. So that's BOSSportsNation.com And just click on the little Revolution banner, uh, and, and that'll bring you to all my stuff.
0: And, Caleb, where can people find your work? Of
2: course. Uh, you guys can find me on Twitter. Uh, my username is my first and last name with the number 10. So that's Caleb Pongrats10. Uh, You can also find my work on uh, ProstAmerica.com. Once you click on ProstAmerica.com, you can click the MLS section. And from there, you can separate it between Eastern and Western Conference. And you can see the New England Revolution tab there. Once you tap that, all of my articles will pop up. And uh, I've got a lot of stuff coming. So share, like, follow, be ready.
0: And we'll be having all of their handles in the show notes of this episode. So you can go check that out, too, after you are done listening here today. But uh, we are doing a fantasy draft uh, to see which one of us can, uh, I don't know, guess has the best fantasy sports knowledge as it relates to the New England Revolution. Basically, the ground rules are this. We'll be drafting players. We're only counting goals in the regular season for the Revolution. Uh, So essentially, um, we're going to be picking teams of eight. Uh, and whoever, which whoever's team has the most goals, wins this competition. Uh, and as no leagues cup, no U.S. Open Cup, no preseason, no postseason, uh, goals scored in the regular season for the New England Revolution. So if a player goes to Europe or if a player is traded, any goals scored for other teams don't count. So that's essentially what we're doing. It's pretty simple. Um, Caleb the owner of the only uh, Nacho Heel, uh, uh, what, what is the the defiance kit, right? You're the first person to own a Nacho Heel defiance kit. Not only are, you, are you, do you have that distinct honor of being the only person in the world with a defiance kit, but you also have the number one pick in this draft. Uh, so best of luck to you, Caleb. Of course.
2: Um, with the first overall selection in this draft, I will be taking designated player forward Giacomo Vrioni as pick number one.
0: I just realized I should have done the NFL draft music. You want to edit it in? We can
2: edit it in. <laughs> Ed,
0: Caleb, editing takes time. And yeah. you know what? It's the thought that counts. So I think our listeners won't hold it against me.
1: Yeah, they can just pretend to listen to it in their heads in between each pick. I think yeah. that makes sense.
0: Perfect. Well, getting to the pick, though, Andy, I don't know about you. I had Drioni as my number one pick as
1: well. I did. Yes.
0: Yeah, I, I think that he's going to have a lot of time up front. Even if he struggles at the beginning of the season, he's going to log a ton of minutes. And I think the Revs are going to ride him out, worst case scenario. So he's going to definitely get his chances as being the team's top striker
1: yeah I, I agree. Uh, I had him uh, at number one in in my ranking as well. Uh, I think just from a, a minute standpoint he's gonna be playing a ton uh, up top and and he didn't play a ton last year so I don't really hold it against him too much uh, his his only goal being of course the from the penalty spot um, but I think you know he he's gonna do okay this year mostly because uh, you know we've seen it before I think he has a skill set that translates pretty well. Um, we've seen that from from other strikers uh, that have come from the same league. I want to say he was playing in Austria. So, um, yeah, I'm high on him this year. I, I think it's a smart pick to take him at, at number one.
0: All right. And that leads to my pick. I've got the number two pick overall, and I'm going to go with what I think is the safe pick in Carlos Hill. Uh He's going to be taking penalty kicks. He's going to be on the field all season long, as long as he's healthy. Um, he might not necessarily be the golden boot winner for the revolution, uh, but I'd be shocked if he doesn't score at least six or seven goals. And I, I love the fact that he's going to be taking penalty kicks. So uh, I'm drafting Carlos Hill. Uh What do you guys think of that pick?
2: Uh, I I think it's a really solid pick. I I personally wouldn't have taken him at my one or my two Um, just for the jurisdiction. I don't think that he's a lock at penalties for the year. Uh, I really believe that Carlos would give up that honor to Vrioni as he did uh, last season to get him accustomed to get him his first goal. Um, Similar to, like teams across the league, they want their DP forward scoring goals. And I think Carlos is gonna be more focused on the assist factor rather than the scoring factor in this season. But I think it's a still it's still a solid pick. It's a safe pick, but um I I don't think I would have picked him two. That's just that's just my opinion.
0: Well, why we why don't I go to Andy? Andy, what do you think of that pick? And then if you weren't gonna go two, who are you taking at three?
1: Uh, so I think it's, it's a good pick. Uh, I also didn't have him. Uh, I'm looking at the spreadsheet here <laughs> that I put together of all, all the players uh, I would not have taken him to, but I, I respect the pick and I, I sort of feel like I'm going to come to regret uh, not having him on, on my squad. Um, but uh, for me, my, my second ranked player uh, that I have here is, is a kind of a tricky one because he's not currently in the country. Uh, I'm, I'm going to go with, uh, Gustavo Bo here at, at three. Um, he is a player that has pretty much consistently produced with new England when he's been healthy, uh, staying healthy, of course, has kind of been a concern uh, with him. Um, I don't think he played a ton of minutes last year, but, um, when he was healthy, I think there was a, a stretch of, I want to say it was maybe 10 games in the middle of the season, uh, where he was, um healthy and, and and ready to go and i think he put up i want to say like seven all seven of his goals i think came from that <laughs> from that stretch so w- when he's healthy and he's on um you know i i think he's he's going to be good for me and I, and i'm honestly hoping that he stays healthy as i imagine most refs fans uh, uh, will be and that he uh, and that he gets back <laughs> to america uh, from argentina so uh yes i will be taking Bo at at 3 um, and I and I feel pretty lucky, by the way, to have the three, four turn here because uh, I statted out these players and uh, it seems like a lot of the goals come from the top, top section. So getting two two in a row is pretty helpful. But um, yeah, is how do you feel about that pick?
0: I was just going to say I had Bo is three. And well, well, I, I have he's kind of the big question mark because we don't know. Um, his situation I'm sure he's going to come back but I think he has injury question marks Uh, and and the other thing too about Gustavo Bo is I'm not totally convinced he's going to be here this whole season Um, you know I I wouldn't be shocked if he ends up going back to Argentina mid-season not saying it will happen but I just think there's a lot of question marks around Gustavo Bo is whereas Carlos Gil is going to be playing full season Uh, so I kind of felt a little bit better but I imagine who you're taking it for um, I, I, I agree with your, your, if I was to choose one spot to be in, I, I think I would like to take number three because of who you're going to take next. But, uh, Caleb, what are your thoughts on that pick?
2: Uh, I think Gustavo's was a solid pick. I actually had him at two. Um, I think Gustavo is the safest option, uh, out of any of the players available. Um, though he hasn't appeared with the team as he's awaiting his, uh, green card that I have been told that it is coming in, in the, it's in the coming days. It's very close to being, uh or sorry to arriving um so he should be with the team very soon uh should be before the first game of the season he might be there for the last season game I'm not entirely sure at this moment but I think that's a solid pick Gustavo played in 19 games last year he had eight goals 17 of those games were starts uh he led the team in shots he also led the team in offsides so uh, uh I, I think that's a A player that's going to get forward, Bo is someone you need.
0: And also, we should note that we are recording this on February 15th. This isn't coming out until next week, so maybe some of this information is old.
1: Right. If he's no longer on the team, then that pick didn't happen. Um, (laughs) Just keep that in mind. (laughs) Andy, who you got at four? At number four, I'm taking uh, the uh, young money player uh, on the Revs. Uh, I will be taking Dylan Barrero. Um, and, and it's a similar reason. Uh, it's it's when he's on the field, he, he scores. And he hasn't been on the field a ton, uh, right, because he was also injured for a, a good stretch of last season. Um, but in terms of uh, minutes per goal, in terms of uh, times when they were playing in healthy, the, the best mark in, on the team. Uh, was Adam Buxa, who of course is no longer uh, with the Revs. Second was Gustavo Bowe, and third was Dylan Barrero at 200.66 minutes per goal. So uh, I think that's that's the way to go. Uh, I think he's going to see a ton of time uh, and I think uh, he's he's my pick for a for breakout player on this team, so I, I'm pretty pleased about it.
0: I, I think that was the no-brainer pick. I don't have much to add. I, I think your analysis is pretty spot on and I considered Barrero at two to be completely honest with you, but uh, Caleb, what are your thoughts?
2: That's yeah, a solid pick. I mean, he he that's obviously the top four players right there with Giacomo, Carlos, Gustavo, and Dylan. Th- those guys are going to get you locks. Dylan has our only goal so far in preseason. Uh, he's going to be hungry. I think he's going to be solid. Just the only concern I have for Dylan is his injury history. Um, and if will he stay healthy? Because last year he only played in 12 games. Hopefully he stays healthy. I hope it works out for you. And I think that's a solid pick.
0: Now I have the displeasure of picking five and <laughs> I don't know if you guys agree with this, but I've thought long and hard about this one and there's multiple directions I can kind of go with. And right away, I, I know that my team is going to be extremely risky just because, um, I don't know, <sighs> it, it's a tough one. It's, a, it's definitely a tough one. I, this is either going to be a great pick or a stupid pick. I'm going to pick Bobby Wood. And the reason why is because there just aren't a lot of goals coming from the rest of the field right now. I considered Latif blessing, but he didn't score last year. He had two goals uh, for LAFC in the two years before that. I didn't like that goal output. Brandon By scores about two a year. Dewan Jones doesn't get on the scoreboard very often, and who knows if he's here this whole year. So I think the next next best option is to just go with a striker, and in case Frioni or Gustavo Bo doesn't get a lot of minutes and they're on your teams too. So I'll take the kind of backup. And I think Bobby Wood, being the guy that the revs uh, traded gam to acquire. I think he is going to be above Justin Rennicks and Josie Altidore in the depth chart. And I think he gets the most minutes at striker uh, outside of Bo and Brioni. So I'm going to go with Bobby Wood. Uh, and if he uh, is out the entire season and doesn't score, I will look back at this pick with great regret. <laughs>
1: Yeah, I think I I think it's a smart pick. And I think it, we're getting to the part of the draft because um, you you mentioned this uh, doing this this draft a few days ago, and I got to thinking about it after the first four picks. You have to kind of make a decision as whether you're going to go with players who are going to get minutes, but maybe don't score as often, or if you're going to go with uh, you know players who play a position that that has a higher uh, likelihood of, of getting goals, um, but maybe they don't they don't start. So. Uh, I, I respect your decision to go that direction. Um, it's not the direction I would have gone, but I, I like Bobby Wood as a player, and I, and I think uh, if if one of the strikers gets hurt, he's he's going to play.
2: All right. Uh. So I now have the jurisdiction of having two picks in a row, um, and I'm going to take another risk similar to your route, except I will be taking Josie Altador next. <laughs> um, noting on the factor that he has. Uh, 135 minutes thus far in preseason. He's been consistent in the uh, lineup with Carlos, Panayantu, and Barrero. Um, I feel like he's the obvious choice to fit in there when Giacomo is not starting. Or if they do a different formation where there's two strikers, it's possible he fits in that formation so, I think Josie Altador is the giant risk, but I think it's a realistic pick.
0: I, I, I think that's totally fair. And it's similar along, along the lines of my Bobby Wood uh, pick, where if you don't really like any of the options around the field, go with a striker and hope they get minutes. So, I, I, I don't mind that pick at all. Andy, any thoughts there?
1: Uh, no, it's it's a good it's a good pick. Same uh, same idea as yours, Greg. Uh, you know, just it, it's going to take probably uh, an injury or or missing some minutes from from the guys up top. But we've seen that happen. So um, yeah, I think it makes sense.
2: Perfect. And uh, with my next pick, uh, I'll be taking another ginormous risk, as I will be taking the player that scored seven goals and recorded three assists last year for georgetown i'm taking jack to as i believe he'll be starting on the right flank or getting minutes guaranteed
0: off the bench for the team in 2023 this is getting spicy i like it uh, <laughs> andy, what are your, andy what are your immediate thoughts i didn't have him on my board for a little bit but andy what are your thoughts there
1: So he was further down my list as well, but I'm immediately jealous that that Caleb got him here, Um, mostly because if you've been paying attention at all to the Revs' official Twitter account through preseason— uh, you've probably noticed that every time he touches the field, they have about three or four really excited tweets uh, about him. Um, you know, he hasn't played for the first team in a real MLS match yet. So I don't think we really know uh, what the future holds there, but uh, if, if hype is anything to, to go off of, then then I'm pretty excited about the, the prospect of, him. so I think it's a good pick.
0: I am going to kind of go back to the starter. Well, and, hear me out on this one i, I think this one I, again we, we got to get a little bit creative but i'm actually going to pick brandon by uh brandon by is not a massive goal scorer here he's got two goals in 2022 two in 2021 none in the pandemic year of 2020 but two again in 2019 and one in 2018 so we can expect probably a baseline at least one or two from him uh but i i think he's going to be a bit of a terror on set pieces and i think if the revs go to kind of a uh, three man back line, you can expect Brandon and Dwan Jones to kind of move up a little bit more. And I I feel like Brandon by might be a little bit more involved in the the attack this year. So I'm kind of really relying on him to kind of be a bit of a beast on aerial set pieces, uh, maybe off of corners, uh, and maybe get a little bit more involved in the attack on that right flank. So, uh, it's a risky pick, but I'm going with Brandon by next.
1: (laughs) I'm also jealous of that pick. Um, he was actually next on, on my, uh, board. um, Yes, uh, and, and so of all uh, defenders in on the refs last year, he led the team with nine shots on target. Uh, he was by far the most involved uh, defender in the attack. He had two goals, which was more than uh, Dewan Jones had. Uh, and, and so I think if you're going outside back here, it's a smart pick to go with him first over Jones, even though I love Jones. Um, but yeah, I, I'm already jealous. So a <laughs> so good pick for me.
2: Yeah, I feel like that's a solid pick all, overall. I, I really had him... And I had him banking on him falling a little bit further, but looking at the, uh, the goal contributions across, uh, across the 2022 season, it's, it seems realistic to pick him this early. And, uh, that's a solid pick.
0: And it's a shame that we don't have, we're not doing goals and assists because he had seven assists last year. I didn't realize that until I was going over the stats, but he had a very, very solid, uh, offensive season
1: last year. So, um, Andy, you got two picks here. Uh, who you got? I do have two picks. Uh, so I am going to pick with my next selection, uh, newcomer to the team, Latif Blessing. Um, I know we, we've talked a bit about him already. Uh, he didn't have, I don't think any goals last season. He only had two the year before that. And, and that's coming uh, on a team that was, <clears throat> let's say better at scoring more goals uh, than the Revs were last year. Um, but I see him kind of fitting into this lineup. Uh, I'm, I'm putting together my ideas of what the lineup's gonna look like. I think a four, two, three, one feels like it makes sense. And if if that's the lineup, I think he slots in kind of in that Tommy McNamara role that we saw um, him play last year kind of uh, in in central midfield. Uh Tommy Mack had four goals last season. I think uh, if if Latif Blessing steps into that role, he he could be pretty involved. So uh, I'm I'm kind of banking on uh, <laughs> banking on Tommy McNamara production from from Latif Blessing here.
0: Uh, like the pick, that's where I was going next. I, I think you said it pretty well. Any thoughts, Caleb? Solid pick. Um, 2022, he had no goals.
2: 2021, he had two. 2020, he had two. 2019, he had six. I, I think that's a solid pick. If he gets his form in, he could get you a couple of goals.
1: That That's the hope. Um, yes. Uh, so I, I, I went with Latif Blessing there. I, I think I have the next pick on the turn here. Uh and, and if that's the case, then I'm going to go with uh Dewan Jones. For all the same reasons, uh basically that that random by was talked up. Um DeWan Jones makes sense here. He's involved in the attack, he's a player that uh that gets up the field pretty often. Uh, he, he had not very, I think he had one goal last season, but he was more involved, uh, with assists. Um, I, I think, uh, you know, of all the remaining players on the field that are going to see minutes, I think he's, uh, next most likely to to put a few home.
0: That's where I was going next too. So I agree with both your picks. Um, Caleb, do you have anything to say? I, I, I agree with that logic completely and I don't have anything else to add. It's a solid pick. DeWan's
2: the next realistic, uh, player on my list. One goal, seven assists. Uh, if the Reds continue to play their 352532 formation that they've been doing, uh, I could totally see Jones sliding in and um, getting multiple minutes uh, attacking. The only downside of Jones right now is he's yet to appear in a preseason game to the public. He hasn't played in a single game that's been broadcasted yet, though we have no idea uh, regarding who played in the Inter-Miami first scrimmage. So it'll be interesting to know his timetable. He might be injured right now. But I had a source let me know he had a slight injury uh early on in, in camp when he went to Florida. Um, but I haven't heard anything since. And I think that if Jones regains his health, that's a solid pick.
0: I'm gonna go a little uh off the beaten path here for my next pick. And again, this is kind of an area we gotta get a little bit creative. Um and, and... I might be reaching here a little bit, but I'm going to go Noel Buck. Um, I, I think he had a pretty no! nice break. <laughs> he got a, he had a little breakout last year. I know it was only 300 minutes, um, but I think he's poised to get more. I considered Esmer with this pick, but I, I think the Revs he's got some minutes today with uh, revs two, and that gives me pause that maybe the revs want to develop him a little bit further and i also know um he went on trial over in europe in this off season so i'm not totally sure if he's in the first team plans if they, he might go on loan uh, i'm just not totally sure whereas Nolbuck, i think is a little bit more proven with the first team and i think he might get minutes if there's an injury in that midfield only one goal last year in about 300 minutes uh with revs one but he had five goals uh, in 2021 with revs two so that's a bit i know it's a bit of a stretch uh but i'm gonna go with Nolbuck buck as kind of an upside pick where if he gets a 1, 1,500 minutes. I could definitely see him scoring three or four goals, similar to Tommy McNamara last year. Oh,
2: uh, why'd you do that? That was my next pick. Oh, that good, good, good. That good. was my next pick. Uh, Milvack, I think, is is a play. He was he was my sleeper uh, that I thought would fall to fo- the fourth round. I think would fall back to me, but we're gonna hear a lot of Taylor Swift this year. I have a feeling he's gonna have a lot of goals. I do see him immediately as the replacement for either Polster or for Latif Blessing. Um, I think it's a realistic pick. Uh, like you said earlier, seven games played in 2022, he had 291 minutes, uh, four of those games. He came off the bench and he had one goal. So I think that's a solid pick. I think it's great.
0: All right, Caleb. Well, uh, sorry to put you started to steal one of your picks, but you got two here on the turn. Uh, what do you got?
2: Um, so I'm going to take the midfielder that will start over him. And that is Matt Polster. Uh, I will take Matt next. Um, Matt in 2022 had two goals. Um, He played in 28 games. He also had two assists. Uh, Matt's known to shoot the ball. I think he is a threat that going forward um, could be valuable. He did have 17 shots last year from his deep role. Um, And I think he'll contribute at least a handful of goals.
0: I I think that's a safe pick. I I think so too. And I, I think he's got minutes. So I think you got that behind you. Andy, what do you think of that pick?
1: I like it. Um a big fan of Polster. You, you know if he's healthy he's going to play. Um so you've got that going for you. He he put two goals away last year. That's uh, that's pretty good. Uh he's he's made a made himself uh, pretty well known on on set pieces. I feel like he finds good spots in the box uh for for little rebounds, so you have that going for you as well. Um yeah, big fan of Matt Polster, so I think it's a, it's a it's a smart choice at this point in the draft.
2: Sweet. And uh, for my next pick, and I have a feeling it's going to be a steal pick from one of you coming up, uh, he had a great career in college, uh, six goals, 12 assists in two years at Maryland. I'm taking fourth overall pick in the MLS 2023 Super Draft, Joshua Bulma. I believe that he's going to have an instant impact in the Revolution team this year. Uh, He reminds me a lot of Tejon Buchanan, and he actually currently, without the Orlando game being played on the 18th, leads the team in minutes played in preseason with 182. He has two more minutes than Carlos Hill, Uh, and I think that he's going to provide some goals to the squad.
0: Yeah, I, I like this pick a lot. Um, it's He's a big question mark. I think this is a high risk, high reward pick. I, I think where you got him is f- good. Uh, I think it, it's hard to know what exactly his role is because I've seen some lineups and it's kind of implied that he's playing a little bit of outside back, but I could also see him playing in the attack as a winger um, or in the central midfield. He's got a lot of good versatility uh, and he's got a great career at Maryland and the Revs traded up to get him. Uh, so similar to my logic with Bobby Wood, I feel like the Revs wouldn't trade up for someone that they don't plan on using. So um, I, I like... Like the Bulma pick a lot, um, but I I could see a a scenario where he gets fifteen hundred minutes, and I could also see him getting a a, a scenario where he gets like two hundred minutes in year one. So I'm curious to see how this pick works out. I think if if it works out for you, though, it's going to be a a big home run. So, uh, Andy, what are your thoughts?
1: Yeah, uh, I I like the pick. Um, I I had Bulma uh, come up uh, on on my board as well. Um, We've seen him get a a good amount of minutes in preseason. Um, We know he was productive in college. We know he has the kind of uh, athletic profile. Uh, that, that seems to be productive for scoring goals. Um, and, and what's great about him is he he seems like he can play a lot of different positions. So if, you know, he, he doesn't just have to wait for one specific player on the field to, to miss time, to, to ascend to the first spot. So he can play in the midfield, he can play attacking midfielder, he can play on a wing, he can play, uh, outside back. So I, I think it's a, uh, it's smart pick. It's good, versatile player, uh, to have. And, um, yeah, I, I like the pick.
0: I guess I'm going to have to go with a guy that I don't want to say I don't like, uh, but you know, he's going to find his way in the lineup some way or another. I think all Revs fans know this. I'm going Tommy McNamara, uh, fourth in goals last season for the revolution with four Um, if there's any injuries anywhere in the midfield I know there are young guys to step up I know there's Noel Buck uh, but Tommy McNamara just always seems to find his way in the lineup and to get minutes so maybe this is a bit of a hedge uh, with Noel Buck that maybe if there's an injury in the midfield uh, instead of Buck they go with T-Mac but um, I I think T-Mac if he's getting his minutes uh, he's going to contribute three or four so I'm going to go with Tommy McNamara I feel like the fifth round I can't let him slide any further
1: uh I I am very mad you made that pick because he was gonna be my next pick. Um you, you can run, but you can't hide uh from from Tommy Mack on this team. Um so yeah, I, I thought I was gonna I was gonna get him this late and you were all gonna be like, that was way too early to take him and uh <laughs> apparently not. But uh, I, I love the pick. I think he even if he doesn't get a ton of minutes, um he's such a versatile player and and Bruce loves putting him in there. So um, I I think we're going to see a good amount of him this year anyways. So um, yeah, I like it.
2: I'm I'm surprised on on how highly you guys both rated Tommy Mack there. Uh, I personally don't even have Tommy Mack on my board. Uh, (laughs) Tommy Mack has 17 (laughs) minutes in preseason so far. And I feel like he is quite literally turning into that depth guy. Um, I don't, I don't think he'll play a lot in 2023 um unless knock on wood that it doesn't happen that unless everyone in our midfield gets hurt
0: K- Caleb there's 20 there's 24 picks you didn't have Tommy McNamara in your first 24 <laughs> picks
2: no i did not <laughs>
1: Nope, Tommy Dude. Mack doesn't need uh, doesn't need a preseason uh, to to be fit enough to to put four away. He's uh, he comes whether you like it or not. So
0: <laughs> years from now, when the Revolution win MLS Cup in twenty thirty five, Tommy McNamara will somehow have three goals for that team.
2: Yes, he will. <laughs> How old will he be in twenty thirty five? Fifty.
0: Thank you to our sponsor, Galasso Kits. Uh, go to GalassoKits.com and check out their wide inventory of jerseys, jackets, scarves, and more. All things soccer for uh, pretty much every soccer club you can think of, club or country. Uh, and when you find something you like, make sure you use promo code REVSRECAP to save 15% off your order. Everything in the store at GalassoKits.com, you can save 15% off by using promo code REVSRECAP. <laughs> where, I, I don't even, where are we? Andy, it's your pick, right? I just took McNamara? Back yes. Back
1: back. Okay. Yeah. Back to back to Andy. Go ahead. Back to back for me. Um, Okay. So that's throwing me for a bit of a loop here, that pick, but I'm going to, I'm going to go right down the next, uh, down the next one. I'm going to pick, I believe I'm going to try and pronounce this uh, as correctly as I can, having only read it on the internet. Uh, I'm going to go with Esmir. I think Byrick Terevich is how I've seen it or Byrick Terevich. Home run. Um, excellent. I've been reading through <laughs> a bunch of pronunciation guides, so hopefully I got that one right. Um, I actually, I actually didn't pick him because I didn't
0: want to try to pronounce his last name.
1: <laughs> yes. Yeah, that that almost held me uh, held me back. But um, but he he seems like an intriguing player. You know, uh, we didn't see a ton from him last year, but uh, he wasn't eligible to play for the Revs for most of last year. So um, everything I, I've seen, read, and heard about him is that he is uh, supremely talented, uh, and, and he's an up and comer with the U.S. Uh, youth national setup. Uh, and and of course, we all saw some highlights of him uh, training in I believe the Netherlands with Az Alkmaar. So. Um, yeah, I, I'm going to bank on him uh, finding a few minutes here and there, and and kind of like Noel Buck did last year, finding uh, finding one or two.
0: I like the pick. Uh, I think it's great value for the end of the fifth round. Um, yeah, good pick overall, and I think it's a high reward pick if he ends up breaking out. He, I could see him having a Tejon Buchanan type of breakout year like Tajon did in, in 2020. So um, this this actually might be the pick of the draft, in my opinion.
1: Well, let's let's hope so for my sake. Uh, I I take these very seriously, apparently. Um, (laughs) So uh, on the turn here, I'm going to go right into the next one. Uh, This one is is pretty risky um, because he does not uh, currently have a contract with the Revs. Uh, I'm going to take current trialist. Unsigned trialist uh, Ima Boateng. I believe we said we could take players who weren't technically on the team um, i <laughs> I'm going to bank on the fact that uh, he's been been with the team for the whole preseason i'm going to bank on the idea that he uh, he gets offered uh, a contract and if he you know if he plays if he if he get makes the team and he plays, we know what he can do uh, we know he can be uh, an impact player uh, off the bench uh, late in games and, and he scored a few last year so uh, yeah, I'm I'm banking on a player who's not even on the team, but but hopefully it works out for me.
2: Yeah, I think that's a good pick. Um, realistically, we have to see if the Revs sign him first. Um, it'll be interesting to see. He does have he does have recorded minutes uh, during this preseason, 142 so far. I think that's a solid pick. I mean, looking at other options that are still left on the board, I think if he gets signed, that's that's that could be a steal. Um, but I think
0: that's a great pick. Yeah, limited minutes with the team. Uh, obviously, he's kind of in that super sub role. But uh, I believe he's had two goals, two or three goals the last couple of seasons. Um, so if he does, even if he's in a limited role, I mean, he's going to come in in a situation where the revs are pushing down the field. So the big question is whether or not he's signed. I had him on my board. I was hoping to steal him kind of in the later rounds. Uh, but alas, uh, and he took him uh, in the sixth round. So I'm going to go. Uh, back to the back line, and similar to my Brandon Buy logic, I'm gonna go with Dave Romney. Romney is not much of a goal scorer but he scored 3 last year. I'm hoping in kind of a similar vein to Brandon Bye, he's able to go up and kind of win some set pieces and maybe bank a couple of home. And the Revs did have um some goal scorers on the back line. I know um at one point John Bell scored. I believe Henry Kessler scored one or two times last year. Uh so I'm I'm hopeful Dave Romney somehow pushes up uh and kind of matches that tally he had last year uh and bank home two or three goals for the Revolution this year.
2: Yeah, that's a solid pick. Um It'll be interesting to see what formation the Reds do and what direction they go in on who starts in their back line. I do have Romney as one of the starters. Uh, if they go two center backs and, and, and or if they go three center backs, um, I think he's a, a guaranteed lock. He's been an Iron Man since he's been in the league. I think it's a great pick. That's solid.
0: Se- seven goals in his career, but three of them were last season. So it's it's an interesting pick overall, uh, and I was curious to see where he landed, but I, I don't think I can let him slide uh, past six. So, Caleb, uh, you got the turn. Uh, where are we going next?
2: I think we all know where I'm going. I can't let him fall any further. <laughs> I'm taking Nacho Heal in this round. Um, he's been scoring bangers. The t- Twitter's been all over it. I started the hashtag. I got him here. Well, the team got him here, but – Hashtag not, that's not Joe Hill. We made it a two-time success. We got to bring him back. I think he will be in a role where he gets minutes. He impressed at the end of last season, and so far the video content that we've seen online has just been him scoring bangers. So I'm all for it.
0: I like it. Love the pick. Um, Yeah, I I think it's a a good pick. And similar to the Ima Boateng pick, he he might have limited minutes, uh, but he's probably – Actually, I think he'll probably get more minutes than Ima Boateng. Even if Ima Boateng is signed, I think he, he'll probably get a few starts here and there. And he's got the connection right away with Carlos Heel. So, uh, yeah, I'd be surprised if he doesn't score at least one or two this season. So I think that's a pretty solid pick.
1: Yeah, I agree. Um, and especially if the Reds are going to be a team that plays with, uh, with wingers this year. Um, I think you know he, he's in line to make a good number of appearances, either off the bench or as a starter. Um, so, yeah, I think it's a smart pick. I like the pick here.
2: Solid. And with my next pick, I will be going to the back line and I will be taking the King, King Henry Kessler, as the next pick. Um I have a feeling Henry's gonna be an aerial threat in the box. Uh like we said last year, he did have one goal um on I believe it was eleven shots, one goal once or sorry, yes. One one goal one yes, one goal on ten shots. So I believe every shot was a header. So h- how they calculate what's a, what's a, what's a header on target and what's not, whatever. Uh, I think Henry's going to score two or three goals. Uh, he's massive. He's going to score. He's going to be in the box for every, uh, every corner kick anyways, probably every free kick that's in an attacking area. He's hard to defend. I think it's a good pick.
0: Yeah, I think it's a good pick too. It's similar to the Romney pick. And I think Kessler's going to get enough minutes that uh, even though he only had one goal last year, uh, I definitely could see him uh, being a little more involved in set pieces in the attack. And I believe he scored two goals in 2021. I'd have to go look that up. I don't have his page in front of me, but uh, definitely a good pick in my opinion. All right. I'm, I'm going to go with Rhode Island's own Damian Rivera. Assuming Ima Botang isn't signed, I think Rivera might be the guy that kind of takes that super sub role. Uh, he did only have one goal last year in 417 minutes, uh, but I thought he played pretty decently. I don't know what his role is full time, but I could definitely see a universe where uh, the Revs are playing with wingers and maybe Dylan Barrero has an injury. Uh, who do you put on the left wing? Uh, maybe they give Damian Rivera some extended time. So uh, I'm going to go with Damian Rivera uh, down here in the seventh round.
1: Uh, I like like Damien Rivera here um he didn't play a ton of minutes last season but uh, he did have uh he did have two goals right um no sorry one goal I'm looking at the wrong wrong line but he, but even still he he only played 412 minutes he did have the goal on three shots um so you know you know he can get uh, involved um yeah I think it, it makes sense for for where we are uh, I like uh, Rivera as a player and, and hopefully you know he, he scored in his first start so we just got to give him some more starts right
2: Yeah, I think Tico's a solid pick as well. Um, I think he is more likely to play over Ima as well. Though, if there comes an injury to Barrero or, uh, I believe, to Paniantu, I believe Nacho is probably the next pick um, to play. That's just my opinion. Um, I think Tico would probably be the next in line after that, and then – you're looking at probably Esmir or Ema, but I think Tico's a good pick. It's solid. He's, he's got back and he's scored goals before. Uh, he's one of Rhode Island's own. I think it's a good pick.
1: All right, Andy, you're up. You got the turn. I, I do. Uh, and, and we're getting to the point in the draft now where we are out of, uh, of players on the roster who scored a goal uh, at all last year. So I'm going to take the last one that I can see on my list here and, and grab Justin Rennick's. Um, I don't know if he's going to get a ton of time, right? Current uh thinking is is probably that he falls somewhere around the fifth striker on the depth chart. Um, but we saw last year he he didn't have much of an issue overtaking Josie on the depth chart. So maybe that happens again this year and he and he overtakes Josie and uh Bobby Wood and, and manages to get himself some some time. Um, I thought he looked okay in, in spots last year. Certainly uh, his, his work ethic was uh, was unquestionable. So um, at, at this point in the draft, I, I would be happy to take uh, uh, Renex here.
0: Good pick. Um, I was curious to see how far he would fall because I think, like you guys, I have him kind of consensus. Fifth guy, I think Bruce is going to go with um, Bobby Wood and Josie over him, but he did score three goals last year, and if he's thrown into a similar role as he was last year, um, he'll probably get on the score sheet in some way, shape, or form. I'm also curious if they utilize him as a winger as opposed to playing up top, Um, but either way, I I don't know if if he – if you give him a full season of minutes, I'm not sure how many goals he is producing there, so – um, it'll, it'll be interesting. I, I think this is another pick that um, could pay dividends if he, he gets some minutes here.
2: Yeah, I feel like it's a realistic pick. Uh, he does have a history of scoring. He also has a hist- history of missing shots from two yards out, which could have won us games. Uh, no comment further on that. But I think it's a good pick. I mean, it's the last striker, basically. It's a solid pick.
0: That's a deep cut there. We're going pre pre pandemic, uh, Justin uh, Justin Rennick's there. He did he did score in a U nineteen was u U twenty World Cup. He's, uh, he's... Yeah, yeah.
1: <laughs> <laughs> And I will say that there is another striker on on the refs who uh, has a tendency to miss uh, from two yards out when when they could have won. And I think you picked him first overall. So
0: uh, hmm. all, right. <laughs> all right,
1: all
0: right, all <laughs> getting we're, we're spicy, it's not even a full season yet.
1: So.
0: <laughs> Andy, uh, let's go on the turn. Uh, who, who are you picking next? Is it uh, anyone else who misses shots from two yards out? Um, is
1: this the last
0: round? W- this, is, this is our last round, yes. Okay, okay
1: good. Uh, well, no, in order to, to miss shots from two yards out, you have to take more than two shots a year. Um, but unfortunately, that's kind of where we are uh, with the players who are remaining. So I'm just taking the player who, who took the most shots of, of the remaining uh, options, and it, that happens to be Christian McCune um so i'm going to take him here with my last pick i think uh he's a player that can play center back so i don't expect a ton of minutes from him uh, necessarily at center back i think he's pretty far down that depth chart but he you know he's got some opportunities on set pieces there Uh, more interestingly we know he can play uh, both as uh, a central midfielder and we've seen i think bruce play him out at I want to say it was either I think it was left back. Uh he filled in in for DeWan Jones uh, at, at times last year. So if he's um you know, if he's gonna get minutes there and and we know that outside back is a spot where the revs don't apparently think they need a ton of depth. Um I think there's a there's a small chance <laughs> that he could see uh, see some minutes on on the outside. So, uh, given what's left on on the board, and no offense to the, any any of the other players that are left who are obviously listening to this, um, I'm sorry, uh, but I'm gonna go McCoon. here.
0: Yeah, I like this pick. Uh, I think this is the the way to go. I think McCoon is going to get minutes one way or another. Um, and I think at this point, you're really looking for guys that are on the field. Uh, and, and you probably didn't want to take Georgia Petrovic. So I'm curious to see what McCoon's role with this team is. Uh, it seems like they're trying him out in a couple of different spots, and it seems like in one way or another, um, he's going to end up on the field at the end of the day um, for, I don't know, 700 to 1,000 minutes at least.
2: Yeah, I believe that's a solid pick as well. He has two career goals as well, both with Inter-Miami. Um, I think it's a, a solid pick. Um, he is someone who has started a lot of games this offseason season. Um, in replace of the injured Dewan Jones. So I think it's a solid pick. He's probably going to be the starter going into week one if Dewan is not healthy. Um, so I think it's a realistic pick. And honestly, it's probably a steal this late in this draft.
0: I am... Uh... I'm really torn here. I don't, I don't want to go Andrew Farrell because as we all know, Andrew Farrell really does not score goals. I think he scored two in his career. Um, I don't think George A. Petrovic, uh, as much fun as it would be to have a, a goalkeeper, uh, and maybe hope for a Matt Reese style penalty kick, uh, I, I don't think he's going to, uh, score this season as well. Uh, and I'm kind of going around the field and I'm not really sure, uh, if I have faith in, in Ben Ravino or, or Ryan Spalding. No offense to either one of them. Uh, so I'm going to go a little bit off the beaten path, and I'm going to go dig down into Revs two, uh, and I'm going to take Marcos Diaz, uh, who I, I know a lot of people are high on. Uh, I've, I've heard good things about him. I can't say a ton about him because I haven't watched him much, uh, but in the event that maybe there's just a ton of injuries up top, maybe in some way, shape, or form, he finds his way onto the team, and the Revs kind of add him uh, to the supplemental roster and, and give him a run out in the, the end of the season. So uh, I know we're kind of grasping at straws here, but uh, I'm going to go with Marcos Diaz.
1: Uh, I think that that's what makes sense to do here. Um, I, I like uh, everything I've heard about Marcos Diaz. Um, you know, and, and if there's a player who's got a shot to to make the leap from from Revs two to the first team, uh, he seems like he'd be the one to do it.
0: Caleb, end this draft, who do you got? Oh,
2: I have so many options. Let's see. <laughs> we got let's let's go let's go through the list here. We got Georgi Petrovich, possible. We got Jacob Jackson, even though he's out until May. Okay. you got Ben Ravino, unsigned draft pick Victor Souza. We got Earl Edwards Jr., Ryan Spaulding, and Lucas Maciel, uh, and then some random dude named Almar. Um, so, <laughs> I'm going to back a good friend of mine and take Ryan Spaulding. Um, I think he is the obvious replacement choice. Uh, at the wingback position, if By Jones, Macun, and Bulma are not in, so I think that's a solid pick. Uh, overall, he is what, he is good attacking wise. He has gotten a good number of minutes so far this season, and I don't really have any trust in any of the guys on Reds two getting called up. Bear maybe Pierre Cayet, um, but that's that's another center back that I feel like. He won't get the attacking prowess that Ryan Spaulding could get, so I'm gonna finish the draft up strong and get Ryan Spaulding.
1: We we know that the Revs don't like to have a ton of uh, depth on the outside, so um, if if any injuries happen to either Brandon Bye or or DeJuan Jones, knock on wood, um, he's on a short list of players to to get some time there.
0: Yeah, I agree. And I, I if I remember correctly, Ryan Spalding did score some goals for Rebs 2. Uh, and he kind of struck me as kind of an attacking player, an attacking wing back. So if DeWan Jones is sold or if there is an injury, uh, we, we might see Ryan Spalding a little bit more throughout this year. And and who knows? Uh, you know, at this stage in the game, I think we're looking for guys to put up one or two goals, maybe. Uh, so I think Spalding is a, a really good pick here. And I, I considered him strongly. He probably would have been my next pick other than Marcos Diaz uh, at Revs 2. So yeah, good pick there overall. Um, now, b- before, we, before we wrap this up here, and, and Andy, I'll start with you, is there anyone else you had on your board that if we were still going, who you'd pick next?
1: uh to to be honest um I probably would have taken Andrew Farrell as a as a mascot pick um I don't uh I I don't realistically expect him to to put away any goals this season um I, I don't think he had any last year I don't even think he took a shot on on target last year um but uh, I just love the player um and uh yeah I would I would be happy to have him on my team as a as an honorary pick.
0: Two, two career goals for uh, Andrew Farrell. And yeah, you're right. I think I think at one point I looked it up and he's he's only had like three or four shots over the last like five or six seasons. So that's why I kind of avoided Farrell, but uh, who, who knows? Uh, Caleb, was there any other honorable mentions you had on your draft board that you thought about going with next?
2: If I was to pick again, I would go to Revolution 2 and I would pick Jordan Adebayo Smith. Um, he's a player that the Rev, Revolution 2 signed this off season. Um, he's a player that I think is a threat going forward. Um, he's competing, of course, with Marco Diaz as well as Weverton and Nakia Greenidge-Duncan. Um, but I think Jordan Adebayo-Smith will be the player uh, that breaks out of Reds, two, if there was one. And I believe he did get the lone goal in their 5-1 defeat to the Tampa Bay Rowdies the other day. So I think that that would have been my next pick.
0: I I was considering between Marcos Diaz and Adebayo Smith. Caleb, out of curiosity, would you have gone with Diaz or would you have gone with Adebayo Smith uh, if you were me?
2: Uh, I would have gone with Adebayo Smith because he is American, so it makes it easier for his transition from the second team to the first team uh, as I believe we would need an international slot for Marcos Diaz, and we did trade our last international slot today uh, with Charlotte for – some unnecessary gam that probably won't be used and will probably (laughs) be worth nothing in two seasons. I would have taken out about Smith. It would have been easier for him to transition and an easy move up um, from the second team to the first team.
0: I, my next, uh, I, I would have gone with Adebayo Smith, but I think beyond that, the only other guy I had on my board here was Omar Gonzalez. Uh, and for the similar reasoning of, of Buck and Romney maybe getting a, a set piece, I could absolutely see Omar Gonzalez playing in a five man back line, going up and scoring a goal off of a set piece. Uh, I. I, I I think a lot of people will think I'm doing that for comedic effect, but uh, I, I don't know. I could certainly see a situation where Omar Gonzalez finds his way into the game uh, late uh, and they throw him onto the field just as a set piece specialist and he bangs one home. But uh, do I think that's going to happen? Uh, no, uh, but uh, I, I liked Omar Gonzalez over Andrew Farrell and Georgie Petrovic. So uh, that's why I had him on my board.
1: Yeah. I don't think that's for comedic effect at all. Um, if if there's one reason why you you have Omar Gonzalez on the team at this point in his career is because he's he's very tall and he is good in the air, um or at least that is, that has been his calling card throughout his career. So you know I, I can totally see a situation where we throw him on in the game late, uh, we're we're looking to pull one back and um, you know we have a set piece. He gets up uh, he gets up high. Uh, I I think it would have been a good pick
0: all right well um let, let's go over the teams real fast for our listeners before we wrap up here today caleb you are the number one pick uh you have giacomo vironi vironi it's been a long day vironi uh, altador jack p matt polster joshua bulma nacho heel henry kessler and ryan spalding uh, i went second and i have Carlos heel bobby wood brandon by noel buck tommy mack uh dave romney uh damian rivera and marco Diaz. And Andy, you got Gustavo Bo, Dylan Barrero. You got the clutch 3 4 turn there. I think that's going to really pay off for you. Uh, But Bo, Barrero, Blessing, Dewan Jones, Esmir, Ima Botang, Renix, and uh, Christian McCoon. I'll ask you each first and I'll go with you first, Caleb. How are you feeling about your team?
2: Uh, I'm pretty confident overall. Uh, I think Giacomo is going to have a stellar year 14 goals, six assists. I think he's going to finish fourth in MVP voting. I think Altador is going to come off the bench for him or Barrero, and I think Panayatu might get the start. So I'm expecting 18 to 19 goals just from those three alone uh, combined. Uh, when you get towards the middle with Polster, Bulma, and Kiel, I'm expecting at least two, maybe three. And then with Kessler and Spalding, maybe one, probably zero. But uh, I really like how my squad looks, and I, I think I'm favorite to win in my opinion.
0: Uh, Andy, uh, you got the Bo Brero kind of turn there. Uh, how are you feeling about your team? Personally? I, I think you're the favorite to take this combination because of that, uh, that, that talent up top, but uh, how are you feeling about your team?
1: Oh, I, I, feel, I feel great about it. Uh, yeah. Like you said, having that three, four turn was, was nice. Um, right. Because you know, Soccer teams' goals tend to be pretty top-heavy, so uh, getting, getting two picks in, in the top four is, is pretty good. Uh, I also feel very good. I didn't realize I had done this until you were reading off the list, but uh, I feel very good about the number of players with uh, B as the first letter of their last name uh, on the team, uh, with uh, Bo, Barrero, Blessing, and um, Boateng. So I, I feel very good about that. Uh, half the team is, is B players. So go B team.
0: Well th- it's going to be an interesting battle. My team I'm I'm not too, too confident in them. I think a lot depends on Carlos Hill. Uh, Caleb, you're, you're telling me that uh, Hill not getting the penalty kicks has me questioning that pick, and that's very good logic. Uh, and I, I think the fact that my second pick is Bobby Wood also uh, is very concerning since he only scored two goals last year, and who knows how much he's going to be seeing the field. But uh, I think if my team is successful, it's going to be relying on kind of the depth there, and it's going to be, uh, you know, how much does Brandon by get up involved in the offense? Uh, does Dave Romney uh, score a few set pieces, uh, and does he uh, duplicate what he did last year? How much does Noel Buck play? How much does Tommy McNamara play? Uh, How much does Damian Rivera play? Uh, I I think I have a a pretty solid uh, depth here, uh, but I'm I'm not too confident in my uh, picks one and two compared to your team. So it's going to be very interesting to see how this uh, plays out. Uh, If I had to guess, uh, I think I I make Andy the slight favorite, just because I really like that uh, one, two turn. Uh, But Caleb, I think you're you're right up there with him. So it'll be interesting to see who who wins this.
2: It'll be interesting to the end. I feel like this will be decided on decision day. Ooh,
0: I like that. I like that. Now we don't have anything writing on this other than bragging rights, but uh, I'll, I'll have to keep track of this as the season goes on. Um, guys, any final thoughts here before we uh depart today? Uh, Andy, I'll I'll go with you. Uh any any final thoughts and uh, can you remind the listeners at home uh where they can find your work and uh your social media handles?
1: Sure. Uh yeah, I, I think this was this was a fun uh a fun draft. I hope uh I hope the players on my team uh all listen and and use this for extra motivation throughout the season. Um, you can find uh my work at Boston Sports Nation. That's BOSsportsnation.com and you can just click the little revolution banner there and that'll bring you to all my articles or you can follow me on twitter at andy revs nation and i post all my my content my articles there as well
0: yeah and it should be noted that if andrew farrell scores seven goals this season that he definitely listened to this podcast and used this as motivation so all credit goes to us (laughs) that's right caleb any final thoughts and uh again where can people find you on social media and where can people find your work
2: of course uh again on social media on twitter uh at caleb Pongratz 10 uh you can find my work there uh, I'll be doing live tweets, breaking news, uh, and articles. My, You can find my articles on uh, ProstAmerica.com. When you click on ProstAmerica.com, search it up. You can click the MLS tab, and underneath you'll see New England Revolution. You click that tab, and you can have access to all of my work. Uh, you'll see articles, uh, player feature stories, couple interviews, uh, tactical inferences, and much, much more. Uh, I have a lot planned for this year. And I think that it's going to be a stellar year altogether. So I'm hoping for the best and
0: let's ride. Let's ride indeed Uh, And for us, you can follow us at Twitter At Revolution Recap Also be sure to follow our Revolution Recap Instagram and Facebook pages Be sure to follow our friends At The Bent Musket on uh, Nope, sorry, follow The Blazing Musket This write-up is not updated whatsoever Be sure to follow The Blazing Musket on Twitter At Blazing Musket And follow their work online at www.TheBlazingMusket.com And please subscribe to their Substack For year-round coverage of The Revolution Also be sure to follow our friends in The Rebellion At The Rebellion on Twitter And go to anyrebellion.org to learn more about them and support our culture. And also check out our sponsor, Glasso Kits, and use promo code Recap for 15% off your order. Make sure you are subscribed on iTunes or wherever you are listening. And if you could, please go rate and review us five stars. It always helps people looking for revolution content find it. We'll be back later this week, season opener against Charlotte FC. Uh, until then, thank you everyone for listening and go REVs.